day, man. This is Mike Allen with another Men's Ministry Moment. Thank you for joining me as we look at insights, ideas, and information regarding ministry to men. Have you ever thought that every church has a ministry to men, even if they do not have a formal men's ministry? Every church, in some format, is telling their men just how valuable and important they are to the life of the church. How is your church doing? When I evaluate a church's approach to ministering to men, there are four areas I find consistently lacking in support to, to a ministry to men. We're going to take a few minutes and look at each of these areas this morning. The first is the lack of leadership. Leadership for ministering to men is taken for granted in many, in many churches. Nominated committees often look for a single man who will agree to have his name placed on the leadership list as the men's ministry director generally for three years. When the nominating committee should be looking for a man who has a burden and passion for speaking into man's lives. It is a man who is not looking to be replaced in three years, but one who has been called to minister to men, one who can build a leadership team around himself. So when God moves him on, there's someone who can move into the position and continue the ministry. If a church wants to have a vibrant and effective ministry to men, they need to seek a man called into the position. I was recently on a call with several national coalition of ministry to men leaders when one of the members stated that if a church is serious about ministering to men, they should have someone on staff identified as the men's pastor, even if he is not a paid staff member. Having a man identified as a men's pastor gives strong evidence that the church is serious about touching a man's life. The second area I see lacking is promotion. I have a picture of a brochures that have been placed on a table in, in a church's vestibule. There are three. One is for the youth ministry, one for the women's ministry, and one for the children's ministry. What's missing? Men's ministry. To have an effective men's ministry, the church must bring the ministry to men to the forefront, just like they do the ministries that reach other people groups. By neglecting any kind of promotion of men's ministry, you are saying men are not important. The leaders may not feel that way, but this is the message being conveyed. Whatever you do to promote other ministries, do the same or similar to promote the men's ministry. Put them on equal footing, even more if you can. The third area is lack of finances. One of the least budgeted ministries in the church is men's ministry. The women's ministry will generally rival, but it will be the women's if one has a larger budget. Some of the reason is that men have fewer activities than women, but that is a topic for another time. Youth and children ministries generally have the largest budget of all the ministries in the church, often 12 to 15 times as much, but the parents are still expected to pay for certain activities. Men, however, are expected to pay 100% of the cost for any of their activities. Many men are also parents paying their way and paying the way for the rest of the family. We need to help the men cover the cost for their activities also. We talk about ministering to men to help them become better husbands and dads, employees, employers, community citizens, and leaders God desires. We talk about how important it is for men to step up and be the men God created them to be, yet make it harder for these men to be trained. I encourage churches to give strong consideration to increasing their budgets for men to help cover the cost of attending planned activities and increase the number of events in the year. 
the number of events should be proportional to the church size. Rarely, if ever, make an event free, but consider covering at least 50% of the cost, similar to the youth and the children's activities. And then last, the fourth thing I see lacking in a lot of church is masculine presence. I often ask leaders, after men have attended your church, how would they complete this sentence? Men are here. Would they say, welcome? Men are welcome here. Men are wanted here. Men are needed here. Men are active here. Or would they use some other terms like tolerated, bored, disinterested, or just some other word? Though men are members of the church and many are invited to attend, often there is very little to help men feel the church is for them. Church campuses are mostly decorated with a feminine mindset. Nothing wrong with that, but even areas generally frequently only by men have a feminine decor. Think about decorating a men's frequented areas with men in mind. Think about having uh, how a man might feel if he walks into a room decorated in a masculine style to attend a Bible study, breakfast, and other, other activities. I know of churches that hung tools on the walls in the men's restroom. Another church that hung pictures of old cars and motorcycles in the room where men meet. They even had a 1957 Bel Air bench seat sitting in the room. Maybe take a room and turn it into a man cave. I visited one church that had taken a World War II P-31 training aircraft and hanged it in the Family Life Center. Don't be scared to decorate areas of the church campus with men in mind. Encourage your music leaders to think of the men when they're planning the music for the weekend service. Sing some manly warrior songs, songs that help men feel like a man of God that is worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And remember, men, men sing in a lower voice. So do an occasional song in the lower registries to help it easy for men to sing. So there, four areas I see lacking in churches when it comes to ministering men. If you want the men to feel welcome, give consideration to each of these areas. And remember, even if you do not have a formal ministry to men, you still have one. This is Mike Salen. Join me next time for another Men's Ministry Moment.